Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Mickey Williams. She's a Hall of Fame keynote speaker, TEDx speaker, transformational storyteller, and executive speech coach. Mickey, welcome to our podcast. Hey, Chris. Nice to meet you virtually. <laughs> so what does that mean, a Hall of Fame keynote speaker? Hall of Fame is a designation from the National Speakers Association. CSP, Certified Speaking Professional, is an earned designation. Hall of Fame, uh, you have to have credentials, be nominated, be selected. Uh, I was the Susan Lucci of the profession. It took many years, but I'm there. <laughs> That's awesome. What would you say, because we have a lot of guests on our show that are speakers and want to be speakers, or, but they're not speaking at, a, at your level, like literally 30 plus years, you're, you're a pioneer in your own right. If you were to rewind your, your career in, let's say, the first five years, what are some things that you wish someone told you in your first five years of your speaking career? Chris, pioneer is a word that makes me sound like I came over on the covered wagons. <laughs> There's got to be a better word. Uh, yeah, the first five Evolutionary. years. Evolutionary? Innovator. Innovator. I'll go with innovator. Thank awesome you. Awesome leader. <laughs> yes. Um, first five years. It's funny you asked for five years because I actually had a, when I entered, it was like a three-year goal. And the goal was to earn my CSP because that, as I said, is an earned designation. Hall of Fame is only 1% of all speakers. That was one of the goals. The second goal was, a, you were talking 30 years ago, was a six-figure income. And the third goal was to see the world. And I did all of those in my first three years. I'm an avid goal setter because I'm very competitive, even with myself. And I think uh, reaching them was part of it. I am just a tenacious dog on a bone kind of gal. Chris, I'm calling you till you die or I do. <laughs> and, and what our guests don't know also, Mickey and I are both from New York. And whenever we, like New Yorkers talk, we're like, hey, what's going on? Again, we don't have to know each other. But only those that are from New York know, like, hey, what's up? There's just this, this respect and this, this mutual admiration, and, and I just love that. You know, so setting goals for you, you feel, is super important. And now, back then, again, like, when you're first starting out, as I said to you prior to the call, I mean, frankly, there weren't many women. Frankly, even to this day, there aren't that many female speakers at a global stage. So if there are female speakers that are listening, would there be something else you share with them relative to a male speaker? Like, again, it's not easy to do what you're doing for anyone, but especially if you did it a, a, you know, a, few, a few years more than you know, the, the, the norm. Oh, yeah. It was like uh, hardly any back then. And like you said, it's still today the same thing. And I experienced, uh, you know, uh, female discrimination back then and it still exists today. You know, we want a male sports guy to talk to the male in our audience. And, you know, that's all a bunch of garbage. <laughs> I just position myself as, as any man or any young person, old person, anything. I don't go with any of those things. You know, I have a brand and my brand is outrageous. And people hire me because of my brand and the credibility I have behind it. And I just don't buy into any of those stereotypes. And there'll be a lot of women out there, to your point, Chris, moaning about they don't hire women, they don't hire women. I'm too busy doing it to sit home and whine that they're not hiring women. Yeah. No, a, a lot of it really is just the tenacity because, frankly, again, I'm an Asian-American guy. Like, how many Asian-American speakers do you see around the world? I don't see many. And so I'm like, I'm not going to whine about being a minority. I don't care. Like, I appreciate who I am. I'm grateful for who I am. I, I love who I am. 
But again, going back to why people hire you, it's like, well, first of all, you have to have an actual solution for people's problems, but you have to be good at sales and really go out there. And so for you, yeah. Mickey, go, go ahead. In New York, we call that chutzpah, right? <laughs> yeah, and it, it's, uh, it's the tenacity you said. It's also the, the creativity, the persistence, the combination of staying ahead of the curve. You know, even now, uh, when people are, are trying to figure out what they're going to do, and the magic word is pivot, you, you don't have a lot of time to think. You either pivot, you know, I call it the T-Rex rule, adapt or die, innovate <laughs> or die, adapt or pivot or die. I've changed, you know, my speaker school is now virtual. Most of my speeches are virtual. You just have to adapt to the environment. If I learned anything in my 30 plus years, it's that things change. And if you don't change with them or stay ahead of the curve, you'll be left in the dust. You get that, I know you do. Yeah, and, and I wanna stress that because sometimes our guests drop these amazing gems of knowledge and they just kind of go over it. I'm like, I wanna stress that Really, as speakers, as leaders, as executives, what do you think we're supposed to do? We're supposed to actually lead, especially during times of crisis. And so when Mickey's saying you have to pivot, even with me, right? January, February, I traveled 40,000 miles around the world. March, completely stopped. What do I do? I pivot to creating this podcast. I did 164 podcasts in April. I signed up various clients on online program. I'm building out other online programs. But again, I'm not telling you this to say how awesome I am. I'm telling you this by setting an example as Mickey is. And again, so much of life, unfortunately, Mickey, as you probably know this, it's like, just do it. I had this guy, literally, I looked back at my uh, four years ago, we, I created this GPS speaker training program. And the same guy that was interested in my program four years ago recently reached out. He's like, I'm interested again. I actually, I almost wanted to laugh and cry at the same time. What I'm saying is too many people just don't do it. So for you, Mickey, like, is there like a daily habit you do or you've always just been very active? Because I just find so many people, they think they have another day or a week or a month or a year or they don't have the money. Like, I'm just curious, like, what do you do as a, as a lead by example type thing for your clients, you know? You know, my story goes way back, Chris. Uh, I am who I am today because of early tragedy in my life. And that early tragedy was a husband that was killed in a car accident at 29. I, a two-year-old child, no money and no job. Risk-taking became uh, a moot point to me. You know, what's the worst thing that can happen when people think about taking risks? Well, it happened to me. And that defining moment really has defined who I am. That plus a mom who always said, I'm, I'm enough. I've always been outrageous. I've never met a sick one I didn't like. I'm convinced if I wasn't born a girl, I'd probably be a drag queen. I love sparkles and, I, uh, and I'm an outrageous speaker, but there's a lot of credibility behind it. And I think you alluded to it, Chris. It's all about authenticity, yeah. being comfortable with who you are. And circumstances sometimes dictate our path in life. And part of my inspirational speaking when I first started on that um, you know, line was to let people know you don't have to wait, as you just illustrated, you have choices. And you can get up tomorrow and make a choice to be what you want to be and do what you want to do. There's nothing stopping you except your get out of your own way. Yeah. And, and I want to, again, also point out why Mickey you're awesome because again the way you say things it's a, just do it and but it's like this this fire and this chutzpah because if you don't have that why would someone hire you again as a speaker as a coach as a executive and so I want to just point out some of the things that you're doing well Mickey and how you present yourself because ultimately when people ask me well how do you do it Chris how do you do it? it's like you do what Mickey does you know you just you just really have that tenacity now in your case you had this unfortunate situation, but even if you don't have that unfortunate situation, we all have had challenges. So for you, what are some of the, the key topics you talk about in your keynote speeches, Nikki? 
Well, my, my inspirational speech, kind of my life story, because I've had a lot of challenges in my life, which helps people understand no matter what comes your way, you can still become successful. That was really what took me all over the world. Now I really focus mostly on communication skills, primarily speaking skills and uh, storytelling. Two universal things that everybody needs. I, I do a lot in the executive market because I run two executive think tanks with Vistage International. And so I coach a lot of executives who have to give speeches all the time. And I run speaker schools and those are for everybody, salespeople, business people, homemakers, everybody needs to speak. And I'm so passionate about it and I have so much experience that I've kind of narrowed my topics to those two areas, the inspirational and the communication skills. And under communication, you have persuasion, you have influence, you have speaking, you have storytelling it's a big umbrella and i'm finding i love being in that uh, niche that's awesome mickey what's one thing we can do each day to be better communicators one thing we can do each day is to stop saying um and so and i like <laughs> to intellectualize that and say um is your discomfort with silence so is a connector by a damn period sentence is over if people will just get rid and concentrate on those things, and the best way to do it, Chris, is to record yourself, you'll be appalled. That will make you do it. There's lots more tips, but I know we're limited on time. And that takes away from credibility when you're speaking, if you're constantly doing um and so. Thank you so much for adding your credibility to our podcast, Mickey. You're awesome, amazing, and an innovator in your own right. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not a pioneer, Chris. Remember that. <laughs> How can our guests learn about you and hire you, Mickey? Yeah, the best way is just go to my website, mickeywilliams.com, M-I-K-K-I, but be prepared. I'm outrageous. Don't judge your book by its cover. And you can email me directly from the website and you can see all the things that I offer. Doing a my first virtual speaker school, May 20th to 30th. So there's information on that too, Chris. I appreciate the opportunity to share it with all your listeners because I think you're awesome too. I went to your website. I listened to your TED Talk. I think you're fantastic. Thank you, Mickey. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye.